We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tries to win it. Hey, you win. The Missouri Tigers are the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War Podcast. It is game day yes, it in is. Lawrence, Kansas. We are excited to be with you guys today. This is through the Kansas City Sports Network. We are sponsored by 360 Vodka. We are live at Wayne and Larry's yes. in Lawrence, Kansas. Great to be with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Big day today, Jeff. Big Been, day today. Big day. Nine years. It's about Amen. time. And uh, I'm excited to be in Allen Fieldhouse today. I know you are as well. We'll both be at the game. For sure. Uh, how excited are you? Let's, let's, go, let's start there. Because this yeah. morning I woke up. My fiance, who is a actual Kansas fan, okay, good. surprised me Smart with the Mizzou <laughs> fight song though this morning. Oh wow! Okay. To get me going, okay, I was like, I like "Man, it. this is kind She's of bringing bringing you. back some memories." Yeah. And we had a long discussion of, "Are you going to wear Mizzou gear <laughs> now in Fieldhouse?" And I was like, "Well, I, I can't do that. I know that's a bad move." Yeah. But I am excited about yeah, being back sure. now in Fieldhouse. This is my first time back in Allen Fieldhouse since two years ago. Yeah. Uh, didn't was not able to attend any games last year now in Fieldhouse. It's the best environment in college basketball yeah, by far. It's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. You know, I'm excited as well, too. And, you know, it's funny, you know, my wife as well, too. She was talking about the event and just getting ready for all these antics. And not just her, just everybody in general, man. And all these videos are starting to surface. I just posted one on my Instagram. There's a couple hard fouls, a couple fights about <laughs> to break out. That just goes to show you how deep that rivalry was. And we talked about it last week. I'm just excited it's back again because yep. – it brings the best out of the players, brings the best out of the fans and everybody. It's one of the top rivalries and for it to get back and be renewed. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to be at this game. I couldn't think about anything else besides this game this morning. So I'm excited to be here in this environment here and then be able to translate that over to the field house. Absolutely. I got asked yesterday between a scale of one to 10, you know, how excited are you about this game? And yeah. I, I said I'm at a, probably like a nine. Yeah, for and sure. And it, it was a big surprise yeah. to the person that asked me the question. I said, well, look, like, I'm not really thinking. I know there's a matchup to be had today. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll dive into that here in a few minutes. But just the fact that it's been nine years. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about your era uh, oh, yeah. of those oh, Mizzou geez. Kansas games. My era, 08 to 12. Mm -hmm. And obviously closing that chapter in 2012. Yeah. That's been talked about a lot this week yeah. was 2012. And those were great games to be a part of, no question. 
we we dove into that a little yeah, bit last little bit, week. Yeah. But I think there needs to be a little bit of a, a pause too to talk about the history of the rivalry, even dating back to before 2012. For sure. Some great games during your era. I mean, seeing the Anthony Peeler clips, yeah. John Sunbold clips. Yeah. I mean, this goes back <laughs> to Storm and Norman. There's yes. some, some great stories from those years and those games. So it's not just about today. Yeah, too. for sure. We're, we're, we're so thankful to have this game back. I do believe no matter what, this game should be played every year. Every year. Um, if you want to go Lawrence, Columbia, if you want to have a game in Kansas City, you can do that You do all too. three. Just you can do all three. Switch them out. So it has to happen. I think that needs to be said right out of the gate for because fans are going to be yeah. wired today, both uh -huh. sides, and that's great. And, you yeah. know, that's what it's all about, fans getting that, yes. that taste back. It's about the fans. That's right. But there, there is, from a player's standpoint, we've, we've talked about this a lot. I've talked to Brady Morningstar this week and some former guys, Kareem Rush, yeah. Brandon Rush. You know, guys have been a part of this. I talked to Nick Collison over the yep. summer about this rivalry. <laughs> Anytime you, you talk to a, a fellow player that you lined up against in this rivalry, it's what you talk about. Yep. Uh, and there's a deep respect between the players, yeah, no matter what, no matter no, the records or what team went where that year. Even if it was a, a fight that broke out, it's still a respect. <laughs> that's, that's that's right. We're trying to win. That's I mean, right. geez. It's a competitive sport. It I is. Think you appreciate the competition part of this for sure. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest thing I liked about the rivalry uh, is the player respect. And uh, I think that's one of the coolest things about this rivalry is that we as players can get along. And that's what makes the rivalry. Cause at the end of the day, you guys are trying to beat us. We're trying to beat right. you. But there was always that mutual respect, and I think that's what allowed, you know, the rivalry to always take place. The fans do a great job of, you know, building up that fire, mm -hmm. pouring gasoline mm -hmm. onto the fire. No question. Um, but, it's again, this is a, a great atmosphere. Um, I'm so excited for so many reasons. Like, this is – this KU-Missouri game, like, it means so much. Like, I, I woke up happy. Like, yep. I was like – messing with my some of my rings like oh man i've never messed with these things in some of my rings years. multiple but look but literally but like that's that's like the type of vibe like i'm i'm happy yeah. for this like for this moment that this rivalry is getting back off off back up in the uh back on the scene again so i'm just blessed to to even i know you are as well too to be able to put on a jersey and be a part of this rivalry because it means so much not only to the players but the fans as well too absolutely we're gonna dive into the game we're gonna dive into the matchup we might have a special guest yeah here uh, yeah. on the pregame show before we get talking about this matchup going back to when you played yeah um there's always these specific memories that yeah. come to mind right out of the gate when you woke up this morning yeah. and you're thinking back to playing in this rivalry is there one moment that jumps out to you or uh, one see. story that jumps yeah. out to you home or away? All right, I got to Yeah. Is there uh, anything that jumps out? And if you, you want to kick it to me to think about it, that's fine. Cause I've, I've thought about this a lot this week of like what comes to mind and there's multiple stories and multiple memories that come to mind, but I just, that, that was kind of the most exciting part about waking up this morning. You just kind of put yourself back in like, man, I remember what it was like to wake there up. This, right, this I got morning. one for you. you. Got one? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Let's All right. Hear it. So, and I got much love. I haven't talked to to Jason Horton. Yeah, all right. So we had some battles. Serious throwback. Okay. We had some battles. And this was at the field house. And I don't think not too many. I've told this story to some people, but not a lot of people. It hasn't been on air. So I was that type of guy. That, you know, coach was put me in. If there was a guy that was rough, you know, I would be the guy. That I, I'll take I'll take the toughest guy. Like, whoever it is, if he's throwing elbows, they know, put Hawk on him. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. You know, Jason was a was a, a very fierce competitor, very tough, had skills. 
And he was, I mean, we're kind of the same player. We, yeah. we kind of clashed. He, want, he wanted the smoke. Too. Yes, he, 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 want, it. he wanted the smoke. Where's the smoke? He's running to it. So that's the same way with me. Wherever the smoke was going, I'm like, up oh, there's the smoke. I'm going in head first. Just I don't care what happens. So uh, apparently there was some smoke. Okay. So we both, we get in and I think, I think I got him with, it was a, you know, it was an elbow or something like it was, we were, you know, got tangled up. Then I hit him with something and, Oh, he, he felt it. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, a couple possessions later, it was like three or four possessions. And I'm gonna be honest. Like when you say, when you woke up, what's the first thing you thought? Well, first thing I thought was, you know, my, my, I'm like, I'm doing this. My jaw still pops to this day. So literally yep. listen. So he comes down, he throws it, you know, I try to jump the ball and he comes in and I mean, I gave him a good shot. It was a, it was like, okay, ref's not looking like, wow, I'm like, here. It's a right. shot. I'm here. And he, okay, he was like, whoa. And then he came down, he passed it. I kind of jumped the ball a little bit. He came right into me, dropped down, boom, shoulder right into, and so, you know, I'm like, I mean, literally, still to this day, and I, don't get me wrong, I don't know if it's just because of Jason. Right. I've got popped in the jaw. Yeah, it's part a bunch of it. Of part of it, yeah. But after that one, it felt a little different. I will tell you that. And I just remember, I just remember after he did that, I'm like, it hurt. It yeah. hurt like heck. I just remember after I, uh, after he did it, I came up to him. It was a foul. I said, I came right next to him. I was like, is that all you got? I love it. That's great. But literally, like, he Perfect. didn't know. Like, I'm like, ah, my jaw, like. I'm not hurt. You didn't get me. I'm good. <laughs> but I knew he got me good. Like, so that's one of the stories that always, it's a fun. It was a rivalry. It wasn't like bad blood. We got, you know, it was just like, it was a part of the game. I knew he wanted to smoke. He knew I wanted to smoke. And kind of that's how guys are. They just, they battle it out. And the next thing you know, it's like, hey, all right, good game, man. Hey, great game. Yeah. That's what it was like. So that that story always kind of kind of sticks out to me. That's big time. <laughs> I love it. Mine, mine is a, a field house memory as well. Mine's freshman year. And mind you, we're coming off the win at Mizzou Arena when yeah. we came back. Yeah. And, and 08 and 12, both wins very similar to yeah. one another. Yeah. Sharon missed some free throws. Yeah. Tyshawn missed some free throws. Same hoop. And it's funny how all the really free throws missed. Yeah. Really good free throw shooters, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, really good free throw shooters left us kind of the door cracked open. And that's sort of how we, you know, busted through and won those games. But going to the Allen Fieldhouse yeah. after that win, little, it was probably a month later, and hour and a half, you know, bus gets in. Obviously, you see the fans waiting yep. for you. Yeah. Uh, that's part of you. There's some things said to you as you're walking to the locker room. It's great. I love yeah, it. I love, I love it. Um, but the, one of the things that really jumped out to me was, you know, I was excited to get on the floor, go through pregame routine. And I walk out, and me and Kim English are the first two players freshman year to walk out of the <laughs> tunnel. I'm like, man, two freshmen yeah. walking out of the tunnel, like, early, early. I mean, we're not even an hour before tip. Yeah. Both students' sides of the basket, yeah. right? Student section's packed, <laughs> yeah. as it always is. So we go on the floor. We start shooting on that side of it. Band's not playing, so you can hear what yeah. people are saying to you. <laughs> and there's this girl yelling my name in the front row. And, like, I, I went to Oak Park High School in Kansas City, Missouri, where yeah. Ochai Baji is from. So all, a lot of my friends went to KU. I went to Mizzou, and that's sort of when you grew up in Kansas City. We've talked about this. Yeah. It's kind of split, right? Yep. But I keep hearing this this person yell my name. I'm like, God, that person's voice sounds really familiar. Yeah. I make the mistake of looking at uh -oh, the student section, yeah. and it was a girl I went to high school with, <laughs> and she's the nicest person ever and whatever, and she's sitting there, like, waving at me, and I kind of look at her, I wave back, bad mistake. Because yeah. the rest of the pregame, I, so many things yelled at me, <laughs> said to me, 
I could not get out of the student section. Oh, so it was a great way to set the tone for yeah, like my for first sure. game in Allen Fieldhouse. And then afterward, yeah. I think it was the next day, uh, that girl sent me a text. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't know that, that was going to happen. Funny. So it was like, man, that's my first memory of Allen Fieldhouse in, in 2008. And obviously it's like so many game moments, but like that was my first taste of yeah. being a player. Probably, yeah. And like there's just certain things. And I don't know why I looked at the student section Never did it it's again. Like, yeah. Never did it again. It's, well, it, you're a freshman, man. You That's know, right. You're, fr- you, you're, you're, like, you're looking at everything like, uh-oh, locked eyes with him. Yeah. I've, I've done that a couple of times, too. Even, even Kim looked at me and was like, bro, you not, a good move. Yeah. not a good move. <laughs> not a good move. Now you're a target. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So l- let's talk about, like, a specific game win. Um, yeah. Was there – I mean, I was going back through some of those wins at Hearn Center. Like, yeah. I went back to 2002, 2003, like – you guys had some great teams in your run, uh, some games that were really important yeah. at different points in your season, too. Yeah. Not just Big 12, but seeding. You know, you start talking about NCAA yeah. tournament with a lot of these games late in March, yep. trying to go for a one seed. Obviously, your team with Collison and Heinrich yeah. and, like, those teams, you know, competing for national yeah. championships. Any game that jumps out where you're like, this was a huge game that I think was maybe probably the biggest game or biggest win in yeah. your four years with the rivalry? Uh, You know what? In and- I think all of them, two of them kind of stand out. Uh, obviously, you know, David Padgett hitting some free throws. That's three that, I mean, there was one that stood out too when we didn't win. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, you know, Christian Moody ended up missing free yeah. throws late yep. in the stretch. and Same uh, hoop, same yeah, hoop yeah. that Tyshawn and Sharon missed free throws on. Yeah, just I mean, saying. I don't know. It's something about that. Saying. I don't it's know. Weird. It's weird. I don't know what you guys are doing adjusting <laughs> those right. rims or something, man. Right. You guys something had to seven. figure it out, man. Late like down the stretch. The AC unit kicks on. And yeah, there's that like a rim's just a, a little bit smaller, yeah. man. Y'all like, all right, bring out the new rim. <laughs> but no, uh, that game stood out of Wells, and we lost that game. But one of the ones that stands out to me is I, I believe it was uh, Kirk and uh, Nick's final year with Aaron Mouse. Yeah. We were up in Aaron Mouse. I mean, he took that, he had that three pointer that he just. Kind of throw we, threw up there. A we say bit. passed it. Okay, that's fair. what that's what. We, yeah, he passed it. He didn't shoot that. He threw a pass and it went straight in. And we're like, whoa! And then you know that was a big game changer. And then um, obviously the the free throws that, that David Padgett hit. But just it, it's hard because we just no matter what the season was, no matter how each team was playing throughout that season, we knew it was going to be both teams playing their A games. Mm-hmm. And it was always, no matter it was if at the field house or at Hearns, it didn't matter where we played at. We knew we was getting, we had a dog fight. Yep. So, but some of those games said obviously we were able to to come out. And there was one too that I I just have a a rule that if it's a minute thirty seconds left in the game or a little bit under, and you're down nine points, you still have a chance to win the yeah, game. That's right. Because we were up nine, and I think it was a minute and twelve left, and Mizzou came back in. And us. Man. Yeah, so. It's just, you leave the door open. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. So. You, you play till it says zero. So uh, what about you? What what games kind of stick out to you that, like, just right off the top? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just tough to knock both games in 2012. Yeah, those games awesome, are just I- iconic games. Yeah. The 08 win was, was big for us just yeah. because where the program was at before that freshman year. Yep. Um, you know, going into what would have been the 06, 07 season. Yeah. Um, we start out, excuse me, 07, 08. My freshman year was 08, 09. 07, 08, you know, there was a lot of things going on within the program. Yeah. Some guys suspended, kicked off the team. There was a lot of turmoil off the floor with that program that was going on at the time. Yeah. That was Coach A, Mike Anderson's, mm-hmm. I believe, second year. Uh, no, I'm sorry, third year. And the fourth year, 
that's our freshman year and a lot of expectations on coach a there yeah. wasn't that much expectation on our team and then we go 31 and 7 that yeah. year go to the elite eight so just goes to show you how quick that program was able to turn around our coach a senior leadership so the 08 win was big yeah i do think the 2012 win was bigger at the time all things considered with us competing with KU yeah. for the Big 12. And yeah, obviously, sure. Kansas is on this tear yeah. winning Big 12 championships, uh, which is no joke. Uh, it's very – Big 12 is a beast of a conference, even yeah. going back yep. to when we were in the league. It's always been So what, what Kansas did to win all those Big 12 championships, that, that is a testament to the coaches, the players, because that's very difficult to do yeah. in, in the Big 12. I mean, to be that good and that dominant. And we thought we were going to knock off Kansas in 2012 yeah. to leave the Big 12. Yeah. So there's just yeah. so yeah. much riding it, on yeah, that. It was, but yeah. that first game, you know, we're two top 10 teams at that time. The game in, in Lawrence, we were both top five. Yeah. So the top 10 matchups, you know, college game day, kicking off the morning, the whole day, just yeah. like, man, you got a pit in your stomach. Yeah, You're like, I know. there's yeah. nerves, there's butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> You're also so excited to play in a game like this. Yeah. Dick Vitale's on the call. <laughs> Uh, there was like everybody's pyrotechnics yep. before the game. There was like a, a like seriously, there was an issue with the pregame like starting lineups where we had like fire and at that time like with the fire behind yeah. the goals it was like a new thing yeah. and they were like having like fireworks atop like the and we we're like dang this must be a big <laughs> game is, yeah for They're sure bringing out the fireworks and this is the first time I've ever seen such such a thing and then all of a sudden it was like there was this cloud of smoke that wouldn't leave the arena for like the first five minutes of the game and it's like. This is crazy. Like we're, this is like smoke and like there's something not right. Anyway, it cleared up, but the 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 win was was critical. Yeah. And then that like Marcus Denman in mm -hmm. both those games. Yeah. Kansas City guy, very underrated coming out of high school, yep. in my opinion. I love this game. And and the, the game to Connor Tehan, mm -hmm. Brady Brady Morningstar, Tyrell Reed. Yeah. Like guys that we knew. Um, going into that, Travis Relaford, yeah, big name, like yeah, the Casey connection too, yeah, with, for sure, yeah. You know, the year before Mike Dixon, Mike Dixon wasn't was uh, excuse me, Mike Dixon that that senior year he would leave the next year, but like him, his tie to Kansas City, Steve Moore, yeah, played at Truman. I mean, like we all competed against each other in high school yep. too, so that part of it was always a big part of that rivalry yeah. during my four years. But to, to win that game, the way Marcus closed that game, he was not going to let us lose. Yeah. And you've played with guys like this. I mean, Marcus was fearless, toughest dude I've ever played with. Uh, just was stone cold. Like, yeah. wanted that ball late and was not afraid to take the he shot. Had no fear. No fear. You know what? It's funny because when Marcus was, I think, a senior in high school, I don't want to date back to the date on that. It make me feel, oh, a couple <laughs> more gray hairs might pop out. But I was at the time still playing, and I was playing with a group of guys on Sunday, and he was just kind of that – it was some older guys, yeah. and he was in there playing like, oh, look at this little young guy. Yep. And he just had all this energy, and I'm just like, okay, I'm guarding him a couple of times. I'm like, all right, this guy's pretty quick. Yep. But then come to find out, they said, hey, this guy's going to Missouri. This is such and such. I'm like, oh, wow, this, this kid got some – I mean, yeah. he got some stuff, and I could see that at – Yep. At the high school, and this is a time where I can still get up and down the court fairly fast. Right? Yeah, fairly you're still fast. in your prime. Yeah, you're oh. still you know, you're in there. You're in the conversation yeah. of your prime. <laughs> so, uh, just talking on Marcus Dimon, that's a, a kid that had unbelievable talent, local kid, um, and it was just I got to see that when he was a senior, and yeah. that was kind of the first time I really seen him on the scene, and he just had unbelievable talent. But I, he's always been a great ambassador and represents the school of Missouri so well. Yep. And that, like to think through the 2012 games too, Thomas Robinson and Marcus yeah. Denman, 
were the two best players yeah. both games consistent. They were mm-hmm. dominant. Yeah. I think, I mean, Thomas Robinson had double-double both games. I want to say it was like 28 and 12, 27 and 10, yeah. something like that. Marcus had 29 and 28. But I look back at his box scores, his efficiency in a game like that, he was 10 of 16 one of those games, and 10 of 15 the next game, and he had six threes yeah. in both games. On, that's tough. I mean, yeah. and you're talking about big-time yeah. games when both – I mean, the team – you're going against is game planning for you. Yes. And we, you can we, still carry that. It, it that fear. Like we feared yeah. Thomas Robinson. He was just a man child around was. the race. So strong and just dominated the paint that year. You know, it, it speaks for itself that season. I yeah. mean, he was in the running all year yep. being player of the year. Like th- those, those games are great, but also the play in those games of yeah. two players that I think for Missouri, Marcus Denman is held in such great respect with mm-hmm. Mizzou fans. One of the best yep. players to ever play at Mizzou. I think Thomas Robinson's probably in the same conversation oh, yeah. of what he did at Kansas. So. Especially with that block. I don't think they're you – know, they'll, they'll always love him for that. Always but you got to think about it, man. You guys still – give you guys, what, 0.8 seconds? Not no that question. Games. No question. <laughs> I mean, people forget that Marcus hit a game winner. We walked the ball up, and we, we were running a delayed play, and it was like we delayed it way too long yeah. to close that game. And I know so much is made about Phil and Thomas at the rim and the foul, and that's fine, but – you know this we did not close the game that yeah. final four minutes yeah that's when we let go of that win yeah uh, and there are basically three possessions that it comes down to for me where we were on offense and we went off script and we probably took a couple bad shots yeah during the time when kansas is making a run which is a game of runs especially with yeah, two great teams sure. you're yeah. gonna get someone's best run and they were, and the crowd was in it yeah. at that point too. Yeah. And it was as loud as I've ever heard Allen Fieldhouse. It was as quiet as I ever heard Allen Fieldhouse yeah. in the first half. Yeah, you talked about that. When we had it, when yeah. we had a roll in, but man, like that that run KU went on. But there's still those those possessions that you think about when you lose yeah. a game. And when you're winning, it's great, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, like oh yeah, turn good. the page. Yeah. You know, but when you lose, it's there's those. Yeah, you're, it's like man, looking that at one yeah. play. <laughs> yeah. Why did we shoot that shot? Yep. You know, why did we not switch this mm-hmm. defensively? Yeah. yeah. Um, but all I, those thoughts come through. One of the one of the players though that needs to be talked about in 2012, Elijah Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight assists, no turnovers in that game. Yeah. Tyshawn was a big time scorer yeah. in that game, as was Thomas Robinson. But Elijah moving the ball, Connor Tian hit some big threes. Yeah. Like there's some unsung heroes too in both those wins. Mike Dixon was really yeah, good in Columbia. Sure. Yeah. Steve Moore gave us great minutes off the bench defensively as a yep. big. Kim had to play the four, which uh-huh. he's not a four. Yeah. He's a three. Uh, took Jeff Withy out of the game. Like, there's all these things that come back to yeah. like the strategy too that was being played. Yeah, in game and there. both both teams were those powerhouse teams. Yep. And you look at that lineup you just named out from anywhere from Thomas Robinson to Elijah. I mean, it's, those are big time players. Taking the fact that you minus. Marcus Dimmitt and Thomas Robinson, those other guys. I mean, some good players. Yeah, it was a it's a bunch of boatload players that, that that contributed throughout that game and that rivalry. Man. No question. We're gonna take a quick break. It's great to get started here. Uh, Wayne and Larry's Lawrence, Kansas. Really yes. excited to have the border war back. We will be back. Talk more about this matchup coming up this afternoon. And welcome back to Wayne and Larry's. It's the Border War podcast. We are excited about the game this afternoon. Want to tell you a little bit about Wayne and Larry's. If you uh, show up today right before pregame where there is a watch party taking place just so you know but there are some cocktails some bomb shots bomb bomb shots shots, uh that are on display presented by 360 vodka we got a cherry limeade we got a blue baller oh wow okay Okay. i'm in for that we got the crimson bomb shot so uh some great opportunities here and some offers here at wayne and larry's through 360 vodka so very excited to have them 
uh, to have us be here at yes. this location too in Lawrence. Um, before we get to possibly a guest, we'll just tease that a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the matchup <laughs> okay. um, this afternoon. Uh, Kansas playing good basketball yeah. uh, right now, uh, coming off the holiday tournament. Yeah. Um, good start to the yeah. year for them. We've talked about Ochai Baji. We've talked about Christian Brown. Um, I think something that needs to be talked about, their last win against UTEP, uh, a game where you look at the box score, Remy Martin doesn't score. Yeah. Uh, this is the Big 12 pe- preseason player of the year. Yeah. I want to go back to just this Kansas team. We, we're in December. Like yeah. Kansas is going to look different in January. Sure. They're going to look di- different in February. You were a point guard yourself. We've talked about Remy being a newcomer, a yeah. guy that had a totally different role yes. at his last stop. Do you see some evolution with him right now? Yeah, in for terms sure. of embracing what Bill Self's trying to get him to I do. I do. And, you know, you watched a couple of the first games with Remy. You could tell, you know, he was still kind of in that Arizona State mind where, you know, he feels he kind of have to, has to kind of do it himself and do it himself. And you could tell there was a little bit of, you know, back and forth with him and Coach Self. Coach Self trying to get him to buy into the system. Remy trying to figure out how to buy in the system. And you could tell these last couple of games because Remy would just kind of take some shots off balance outside of the offense and you could see these last two games Remy taking a big a big uh a big jump obviously not scoring any any points he really I think what Remy's trying to do right now is Remy is trying to show everyone that I can be a point guard I can I can buy into a system I cannot just think about myself and going out and trying to whatever it is make increase my stock by scoring or whatever it might be I think Remy's figured out that he's starting to figure out I can increase my stock by leading a team and being a team player now I know obviously not scoring scoring zero points you know he went from going to try to score a lot to now I'm just going to get everybody involved I think now it's time for Remy to start, you know, taking the shots that come to him. Don't pass any up that that he feels that he can really help the team out because I think Remy's going to figure out he can help the team out by scoring. Yep. He's a, I mean, he's a great scorer. He's a great player. So, But I think Remy's also trying to prove to everyone, everyone else that I can, get team, I can get the teams involved. Watch me. I'll do it without scoring a point. But at the end of the day, for – KU to make the run that they want to make a run in the deep season, in the postseason, Remy's going to have to be aggressive on the offensive end. And when you talk about stock, too, I mean, when I think of Remy, he's an undersized point yeah. guard by position. He's more of a score first yes. point guard. And he did prove that he could score the ball at Arizona State, yeah. no question. This Kansas team, it's one of those things where when you win, everybody succeeds, everybody prospers. Yeah. I think his role is perfect for improving his stock. Yes. Because no matter what, yeah. Yeah, if he's scoring the ball, great. But he's going to have to show he can play, make make passes, yes. set up teammates, make good decisions. Yes. We've talked about this a lot over the course of our uh-huh. first podcast of IQ. Yeah. How much yes. IQ is yes. important. It's everything, man. And it's everything. And you can see it, too, yeah. when a player is in a role that he might have been in a team prior, yeah. the year prior. Yeah. And then when you're in a different role, comes different expectations yep. and your game's got to evolve. Yeah. And that, and it doesn't matter if you're freshman to sophomore year, junior year to senior year, you know this, I mean, you cannot stay in one place yeah. and you can't be the same player. You and can. that I think is a good thing yeah. for Remy Martin. Moving you forward. know, and I think, you know, kind of adding on to that, I think, you know, Remy's in a good spot with coach self. Coach self is really, really great of getting, it doesn't matter who it is, getting them to buy into their system, buy into what the team wants to do. And eventually Remy is, I think Remy is catching on to that. He's buying in. 
um, you know, from talking with Coach Self, he's talked about Remy's attitude. Remy's attitude has been great. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, as long as Remy continues to have a great attitude and start to get back in, I mean, he's going to have to get a little bit in Arizona State state mode, you know, where if we need a bucket, we're still going to, we're still looking for that guy who can just go out and get us a bucket. We know what CB and Ochar are going to do, but if they're having a bad night, who do we go to? Mm -hmm. So, and I think Remy's that next guy that can say, hey, Ochai and CB are down right now. I can put the, the team on my back because he's done it at Arizona State. He's put the whole team on his back and done a great job of that. So at some point in time, Remy, I think that he's yep. going to have his opportunity to, to shine that way. But he just has to keep buying in and, and staying aggressive on the offensive end. But like you said, the IQ is everything. Being a playmaker, getting teams involved, running the team, leading the team. Those are some little things that I think that he can continue to do to improve and his stock will rise. Yep. He came to Kansas to win games, yeah. have an opportunity to play in March and yeah. go take a team far in the NCAA yes. tournament. He wanted to win. Yep. So with that, you know, you got Christian Brown, Ochai Baji. You got different pieces now that you're with yes. that can really score the ball that have been here that know the system. Yeah. And there's only one ball to go around. Yep. And it's funny how we talk about that in college. We talk about the NBA level. You want to have multiple scores. Yes. You want to have yes. guys that can go get you 17 point points. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you also have to understand the talent around you. Yes. And yes. it gets back to the, my favorite thing about playing the game of basketball is it doesn't matter how good you are or yeah. you have to check the ego at the door yep. if you're about what you really think yeah. you're about, right? Yep. If you came to Kansas to win yep. and go compete for a championship, we'll see about that. Yeah, you know, for sure. it, it, it's it's easy to say that in yeah. March and April, May yep. when you're transferring. Yes, for sure. You know, oh, it's it's all roses and good. sunshine, yeah. and then all of a sudden, oh, boot camp's here. Yeah, that first practices are there, and it's different. And yep. that that to me, you got to. And Coach Self, I think, is so yeah. good at that. Yeah, yeah. He he wants to break you down. Yep. No matter if you're a freshman, first year guy. He wants to break you down to see what you're about. For sure. See if you're really about what yeah. you say you are. Yep, you're right. That's why Kansas yep. has had so much success in winning yeah. games. That's why Coach Sauce is one of the best coaches you, in the country. You're right. And Remy, and I'll end with this one, Remy. Remy, I think, is Remy's learning how to trust his teammates. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he didn't trust his teammates at Arizona State. He just he had the ball in the sand. He could do whatever he wanted. So he's in a different position right now to where he has to, he has to trust those, his teammates. Like you said, you got Ochai, you got CB on the side, you got, you have some guys that can really go. So being able to trust those guys uh, and, and lead those guys, I think that's going to be really crucial or key for him. Ochai Baji, Christian Brown. Yeah. um, You know, we've talked about Ochai before. He's playing at such a high level right now, playing consistent. He's been efficient and, the, the thing is that the three-point percentage yeah. up around 50%. Yeah. He's efficient from the field. He's getting to the free throw line, yep. which was a huge conversation with Ochak Baji. He's so athletic. He's explosive. He can play with angles. Get yourself to the free throw line. He's having a great year scoring the ball. Yeah. But it's his efficiency, shot, shot selection we yep. talked about with him. But Christian Brown's coming along too, yeah. and that is huge for Kansas because Christian has to be – I think as aggressive as Ochai, maybe yeah. not to the extent of having the green light all the times, but Christian's got to shoot the ball, be aggressive, attacking the rim, yeah. getting playing in transition, playing fast, because Christian is a very talented player yeah. that can really help this team, and we're seeing that over the last two, three yeah. games. You said it right. Uh, when, you, when you talk about Christian, and this is a kid that he came in as a freshman, and he had the green light. Mm-hmm. So he – he has everything in his tool bag that he ha- that he needs to be successful as far as being aggressive, staying on the aggressive end. He has that. And then we we know what we're gonna get out of Bachi. You said it best. He is, you know, he he went 
Uh, he took that year to kind of test with the NBA waters, took that feedback, and you could tell he took that seriously. He took that seriously. He's changed his game. He's stepped up in so many different areas from where he was last year. And back to CB, CB, CB can – I know Coach Self wants him probably to shoot more, stay aggressive. I think CB is – he's more of a – he's more effective player when he's on the aggressive side of things, when he's kind of just laid back – Chilling, relaxing, taking. I mean, I know it's that, that that famous saying, take what the defense gives to you. Yep. But when he just takes what the defense gives to you, he's kind of in late back mode. CB's the type of player, I don't got to take what the defense is uh, going to give me. I'm going to go get what I want. So I think if he can continue to stay in that mindset, stay in that aggressive mindset, you're going to see him go to a, another level. And right now where he's at, I think Jayhawk fans, coaches, they're pretty excited where he's at right now. But I think there's still another level where he can grow. Christian Brown, 63% from the field, 82% at the line. I mean, that to me says not only is he he's finishing tough shots, he's playing through contact, playing with physicality. He's a good athlete. He's stronger than people give him credit for. He's a physically strong guy, and he's got a motor. He's tough, mentally tough and physically tough. That goes a long way. I think the interesting thing about Ojai and Christian, both these guys, before they even got to Kansas, and even probably when they got to Kansas, they're so used to playing that secondary role, right? That rotational role. Now they're the guys, yeah. and to flip that mentality can be a, yeah. a pro- and it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Again, you want guys that have that selflessness, yeah, that they embrace sure. the role, and they they don't they don't have a problem not being the guy. Then all of a sudden, it's getting them to believe that they are the guy. Yeah, and you're seeing that now, and that took Ochai it quite took a, a while, bit, yeah, because that's just not what he's been in high school. That's not yeah. what he was at Kansas, right? He wasn't a high level recruit. Yeah, now I mean, he's playing some of the best cards in the country right yeah. now, and you that, know, that, yep. that to me that's that's that says a lot about these two and the development of him. But that takes time too. It does to embrace an, embrace a new role when you have to be that guy. Yeah, and you think about Ochai's story. You know, he came in red shirting. They pulled his red shirt card. He had an unbelievable season, and his draft stock was – I mean, he could have went – that's probably a good shot for him to go right now. But obviously, he had that second year, kind of had a down year. They put the expectations on him. You're not a rotational player. We want you to be the man. He struggled a little bit, but you can see now the development. He continued to grow. Uh, Coach Self's big was saying, water off your back. Ocha took that, water off your back. I'm not worried about anything that happened in the past. I'm worried about what I can do in the future. And he showed that in his play, his work ethic, because all what we're seeing right now in Ocha, it didn't come from the start of the season. That came, all that work came in the offseason. And that's just a testament to how Ocha yep. was serious about it. He's been the same guy every day. He yeah. Has, he has that mentality. And he was that way as a, as a sophomore, as a freshman. Yeah. I always tell people for Bill Self to pull his red shirt, there's got to be trust. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah. just pull a kid's red uh-uh. shirt, there's got to be trust. Yeah. And I think it's also the, most players would say, no, I've already yeah, read well, For good, Ocha yeah. to be like, let's do it, throw me in there, says a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, and so type I, of guy o- Ocha is. that year, I remember him when he would get into games, you could tell he didn't worry about offense. Yeah. He worried about defense. Yep, defense. I got to be in the right spot. Yep. <laughs> On the ball, off the ball. He was blocking shots, taking charges, yeah. doing all those yeah. things. And it's no secret. And I, w- I wish high school kids yeah, you know, know this. They, yeah, that yeah, gets you on the court. The court. Yeah, that's that's what gets you on the court, you, man. Especially when you're a young player. Yes. Like, you want to get on the floor, do some little things. Yes. Like, Coach Self's an old-school coach yep. in a lot of ways. He's also kind of got that modern-day uh-huh. yep. to him, too. It's a, it's a mix that he's yeah, got. But if you want to earn that trust, it's got to be an everyday thing yeah. in practice, and we're seeing that. So, yep. excited to see those guys today. Let's let's flip the script, talk yes, about Missouri sir. real, real quick. Um, Missouri coming off a, a win against Eastern Illinois. Yeah. It's good for them to build some confidence. They got blew out by Liberty on the road. Um, players to talk about in this game. We'll talk about you know the, the game yeah. plans for both teams. But 
Kobe Brown, best player on Missouri's team, uh, averaging 15, yeah, almost 15 and 10, does it all, yeah. shooting 54% from the field. Uh, he's a guy that has to be aggressive, ultra aggressive. I've yeah. said that before. Um, very good, tough, versatile defender. Mm-hmm. I think he can play some four and five. Yep. That's going to be a big, I think, piece to this game is David McCormick establishing yeah. him. How does Kobe Brown yep. in, a, in a smaller lineup, and that's something Missouri's had to embrace, is playing small. They don't have great size at the four and five yeah that's okay you have to change how you're going to do things yes um that's that's the, the test right now for for Conzo martin and it's a test for kobe brown who like we just talked about with ochai and christian kobe's in a totally different role this year too yeah. kobe last year coming off the bench he'd start some games uh very much a fourth fifth option yeah. now he's got to be the first option and he's got to believe in himself every game if he misses a couple shots play through it yeah. you got to play through it because they just don't have yeah. – and he's a returner too. Yep. So he knows what's demanded of Conzo Martin. That's a big piece to this uh, this this game. I think an, a guy that we haven't talked about that is a game-time decision, Jaron Coleman. I'm glad you said, mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, he's a he's a transfer. Think, you know what? And not, not, not to cut you no, off, go, but go. I think I think Jalen could be a guy to really help, especially with this rivalry. I'm so, again, we know how happy we are about this rivalry starting. But I think he could be a really good guy to kick off this rivalry in the right way. Because of his assists, he's averaging right now three assists. He's their assist guy. Mm-hmm. And if he can really get into that paint, force help, kick out to guys, obviously if they if they play small, that's what I mean, that's yep. going to be – hitting that three ball is going to be key. And I think Jalen – or Jerron could definitely be a good guy to get into that lane, force help, mm-hmm. and be able to find open guys to get great shots because he's done a great job this year as far as distributing the ball. I think he's a guy that can really help out. And I'm glad you brought that up because we talked this week about having a true pass-first point guard. Yeah, Dewan is that for Kansas. Missouri doesn't really have that pass-first. Jaron's done a great job because he's not a point guard, but he is unselfish. He's a very good passer. He's smart. He is a playmaker. He probably doesn't have an explosive first step to get by guys. But if Missouri can play with tempo, that's when Missouri's at their best. When they play in transition, when they get into a half-court game, that's when they can struggle. But they did not shoot the three ball well in their last win. They shot 10% from three. They've had games where they have been atrocious from three. For them to have any chance to be anywhere near this game with Kansas today, they got to make perimeter shots. It's a part of this. It's the great equalizer. You have to make three-point shots. Missouri has not done a lot of that. But Kobe Brown can make shots. Amari Davis would be one. Ronnie DeGray. But those guys, you know, they're right around 28%, 25% from three. Missouri doesn't really have, have to get a hot. knockdown they get hot. shooter. They yeah. don't have anybody over 30% from three. That, to me, is the biggest piece of this game. And Kansas does a great job defending the three-point line. So it's a huge part, yeah. part in this game. I think a big big piece to this for Missouri, uh, Dejon Gordon has played in this game. He was yep. in K-State, the transfer. Uh, he has played in Allen Fieldhouse. Obviously not the, the crowd that we're going to see today. But he's a tough, gritty, versatile guard. I want to see how he defends in this game because yeah. he's got to be really good defensively. I could see him guarding Ochai. I yeah. could see him switching off guarding Christian. He can guard multiple positions. He knows this Kansas team. He's played against them before. I think he's got to have a big game yeah. defensively. Missouri's got to try to force Kansas into yeah. turnovers. It's not what's going to start out on the defensive end. Absolutely. You know, I, for I feel both like teams. It, yeah, for both, for both teams. teams. And, and I mean, literally, even for Missouri, you think about it, uh, it's going to start on the defensive end and even on the offensive end. Again, with Ronnie DeGray, uh, DeJon Gordon, um, and also Amari Davis. Those are guys, if you look at even their free throw percentage, they're all shooting above 80%. Mm-hmm. To me, that just says, hey, be aggressive. Yep. Get to the line. Get some easy baskets. Because when you get those easy baskets, you never know what can happen 
in a game. You get a couple free throws. Now that three-point shot seems like the rim's just a little bit back, a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Other guys start feeding off of that contest. But I think it's going to start, if Missouri wants to have a good chance, it's going to start on the defensive end. Not even We're not even worried about hitting shots. Start on the defensive end. Offensively, they're going to have to attack. Mm-hmm. And those guys – they're they're not a bad free throw shooting team when you you know talk about Kobe Brown, Amari Davis, and Ronnie Davison. Uh, excuse me, not Ronnie Davis, but Ronnie DeGray and Dejon Gordon. They all can shoot the ball pretty good from the from the uh, free throw line. So if they can stay aggressive, get easy baskets, yep. make that basket seem a little bit bigger. If they have to stretch out with their three point percentages, you say un, all under thirty. That's how you can maximize that. You can maybe shoot a little bit over thirty that game. So yep. um, again. You know, I'm just a fan of this rivalry, man, and it seems like I don't care if KU <laughs> fans are like, dude, is he going for? Does he trying to? Does he want Missouri to win? No, I don't. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, you, know, I, you don't. Nate. You want Missouri no to win? I know. Taken. So, no but still, I mean, that just goes to show you how, like, how much we care about the rivalry. Like, yep. it means something. Like, I, I want that rivalry to get back, like, to where it was, and I know in time it will get there let's be honest we always hear about auburn and alabama in football right? yeah uh, such a great rivalry yeah we always hear about duke north carolina yeah. almost too much yeah right ah! and we go, and we go. <laughs> here we go on cue ah! let's go ah! what's up boy what's, what's up, up boy? man the, the rivalry's hey, back what's up man, man. Hey, what's up man what's hop up, on in. We, yeah. yep you want to hop on in here man we got a chair for you oh, there we go here you go, man. We were What's waiting good, for our guests. Yeah. We, we, we had a, you know, special guest for right you. here, man. Special guest. We don't need a break either. Yeah, we Let's don't. just go right to it. Let's go. Oh Keith, how you God. doing, man? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Welcome. welcome. What's up, man? What's up, man? You know how I was talking. Yeah, you see, man. Okay, strong. <laughs> had to pick all them gray hairs off before I got here. Though. That's right. Welcome back home. <laughs> man, I'm glad. Always, uh, I was just talking to somebody. I was saying every time I hit the uh, turnpike and then I, I make that. I hit that exit, and I'm on Iowa. I get the nostalgia. It hits me crazy yep. every time. It never fails. So yep. you got to hit Iowa. And come straight here, though, baby. Right here. Uh, I did. Actually, I went to Saw Wayne first. Okay. All right. And then, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gotta get then, that uh, in first. Gotta get yeah, that. Yeah. No. Actually, Wayne gave me a um, parking. You parking gave me a parking pass. Yeah, yeah, I did parking. <laughs> Parking, uh, Hawk know a lot about that parking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a lot of tickets on in the park. Boy, KU parking, though. That's right. another story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've gotten awesome. um, actually like multiple parking tickets going to, to Kansas. I have no idea. You never paid them? Did you ever pay them? I did pay them, actually. Oh, man, I was like, you know dude. what? I'm like, you're, you're a good dude. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how it goes here. I'm paying them. I don't, I just, I don't want right. that. I don't want that looking over me, man. I don't no, want that right. bad juju. That's right. You, okay. excited, you excited about the game today? I am. Um, you know, actually, I, I needed to come because uh, last time I came to the KU game, they lost. Okay. And it was it was my first time being in the field house in, like, uh, more than 10 years. And so this time, you know, I'm going to bring bring some good energy. Um, so, yeah, but I'm excited. Um, first KU-Mizzou game. I mean, I, I in more than a decade. Yeah. Um, man, this is – I couldn't ask for a better uh, a better way to, to, to see a game after so much time. And also um, – you know, I've, I've been injured, so you know I've, my my morale's been down. So this for me is is perfect. I'm I'm, I'm extremely excited to be here. Good. I actually I, I saw the uh, the video clips of yeah. you at uh, at Hearns back in your day in the red unis. Oh man, with your on, on oh, red oh, all day. We were oh, talking about those reds, awesome, man. man. The, the red unis yeah. were sweet. Yeah, I don't know. Coach, do they have red unis now? 
Well, I, they don't bring them out that much. I haven't seen them in a while. No, yeah, hey, I was I was telling man, them red unis. He it was oh some superstition goodness, with man. that man. man it, it, was... it all streamed from that Villanova game. <laughs> ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, man. Exactly. He hated the Reds after so, that. Yeah, I'm it's still I'm still looking for Kyle Lowry after he punched Mike. So, I, mean, I, I haven't came across him. You know, I'm I'm not in those circles, but if, Kyle, if I see you, man, you punch you punch my man. You punched him. He, <laughs> he did. You know he. <laughs> Hey, so you've been in a lot of those the rival games, man. Yes. Talk about some of your best moments, uh, pu- putting on the uniform against Missouri, yes. whether home or away. Like, what game stuck out to you? So, uh, okay, I did the video on Twitter the other day um, where I was talking about the last game in the Hearns. Yeah, for me, that's the 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 top, uh, the epitome of the experience. Um, so, I mean, I talked about that already. So, the what I, what I mentioned is the first thing that, that came to mind is I remember being a freshman. And um, going to Columbia for the first time yeah. and getting all the warnings about, <laughs> hey, you know, be careful because, you know, they're going to be outside the bus. <laughs> they're going to be pulling the fire alarm. They're going to call your phone. Yeah. And, and I just remember I was like, OK, it's, I mean, it can't be that bad. Like, yeah. But I just I remember Nick and I remember Kirk and I just I remember, man, some of the signs that these guys had. And like, you know, it was it was brutal, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even want to repeat some of the stuff that. <laughs> that I saw and that we were hearing, but I just remember how nasty the the Missouri fans were. And that from my freshman year, I was like, wow. And so saying all that to, to get to the point is, um, you know, our freshman year, we go 16 and 0, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the first, I think, power five basketball school yeah. to go um, 16 and 0 in conference play, undefeated in conference yeah. play. And so to to do that and an exclamation point, to do it in the Hearn Center when all of that crap was going on, man. Yeah. Very, very special, special moment for me. Yeah. I, I was in Hearn Center for that 16th win, by the way. Oh, man. When <laughs> that was my first Mizzou-Kansas game. Oh, wow. And, oh, okay. I, I mean, so, like, like to your point, you're a freshman, right? right? So you're getting used to, like, the yeah. the, the, uh-huh. the era of, like, the actual rivalry. That's right. For me, I was in sixth or seventh grade. And like I'd never been, I'd never yeah. been in like an environment like that in a sporting event. I was yeah. like, "What is wow, this?" Crazy. And that game yeah. lived up to it did. everything. It, it was, did. It was great. I, I mean, went back and watched a little bit of it. I think it finished like 95, 93 or something it, like that. It was something crazy, man. I just I don't think people understand even how how good Missouri was. Like yeah. people like Clarence Gilbert and you know guys like that. I mean yep. these guys were. Um, the Kareem uh, Rush, Paul. I mean, I mean everybody. I'm, I'm I was trying to think more of the, the unsung guys, but. Um, I mean, these guys, man, they, they were extremely, extremely talented, man. I mean, but going back to the Mizzou fans, man, I mean, they were spitting on us, man, throwing <laughs> stuff. I mean, it was unreal. Now, I mean, I know, you know, the program's going down a lot since then. You know, <laughs> there's nobody there to spit on anybody. So. That's right. There's the shot. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I was just before you arrived, we were talking about like best memory, like your first memory. And for me, it was freshman year walking onto the floor at Allen Fieldhouse with the students behind both goals. Damn. You know, it was my first experience, and I had a friend from high school that okay. was in that front row, like, yelling my name, and I kind of gave her a look and waved at her. Bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> was like, Man, you can't be doing right, that. Right, you can't be looking at the yeah, students. Yeah, yeah. Wow, but, uh, cool. I mean, play, playing in Allen Fieldhouse, too, like, the best environment in college basketball, was it different when Missouri came to town? It, it was, was it was it the yeah. same? I mean, Allen Fieldhouse is Allen Fieldhouse, but yeah, it just felt right. too. Especially, I was on the 2012 game. You know, the, right, the Kansas comes right. back, loudest I've ever in any sort of capacity. That's it was right. the loudest it's ever been yeah. for me. And I, I mean, for as far as home games go, I mean, and we played in some big ones, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking about when uh, Michigan State came to mm-hmm. the Fieldhouse was was a huge game. I mean, 
And but it was never uh, I, I can't remember exactly if it was my sophomore or my junior year but, but that we beat uh, we beat Missouri at home. It was no maybe my freshman year, freshman year. We beat Missouri by 30 at mm-hmm. home. And uh, man, I mean, like I have just never the intensity of the people involved, man, like it, and it's not even so much like the the people lifted the players, you know, what I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, from a standpoint of the actual competition of the game, it wasn't the highest level game that we had had uh, during that time. But the intensity of the fans, the yeah. people close to the team yep. and everything, they elevated the level of this game. And I think you'll see the same thing today. Uh, uh, you know, Missouri, you know, solid team, you know, not not great. But I think that everything around this game and the people are like, it'll elevate the level for sure, just like any rivalry game. Me and Jeff talked before about how, like, you know, with the Missouri-Kansas game, like the fans, there's a deep hate for each yeah. other. There's a lot of history. Right. But players, I mean, you talk about players from your era or, or my era, 08-12, like there was a yeah. deep respect because our games in 2012 and 28, like, or in 2008, like there was some great games, yeah. but there was it was so competitive and you wanted to play in those type of environments. Right. And you you basically, the game plan strategy, studying the players and you're like, man, these guys are really good. There's a deep respect, I yeah. think, both sides of the ball. Def- definitely. There's a lot of respect too, but I think the, the good stories are the stories where like, Every now and then there was a player or two that really didn't like each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, Hawk, maybe you remember this, and I'm going to tell, like, listen, Kirk Henry's probably the most private person mm-hmm. in yeah. the history of this program. Yeah, <laughs> easily right. Bro, I was his like, roommate. Yeah, yeah. I was, you, tell, listen, I was his roommate. His door was shut. Be shut all the time. I, I love vacuuming. So I, <laughs> literally, I, he always shut his door, so I come in and be like, yeah, shut. I knock on it. No, literally, I knock on it. He'd hear me vacuuming. He'd, knock, he'd open it up. And I just vacuum this whole room. I'd just be like, get done. This and I'd shut straight. the door. He'd be like, hey, thanks, man. I'd be like, all right, cool. Kirk said thanks to me. All right, I'm Listen, good. Man, I would be like, Hawk, is he in there? What is he doing? Like, man, yeah, he in there. I don't, I don't know what he's doing, though. But <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, you, you probably need, like, Navy SEALs to find Kirk Hunter right now. <laughs> For real. But, so, I mean, so, but in saying that, <clears throat> I want to give everybody a little Kirk Hunter story. Yeah. So, um, like, and this is, uh, this is sophomore year. Um, so, no, no, freshman year, actually. And so, and uh, Kirk is going to have to guard Kareem Rush. Kirk's the best defender. So at one point, Drew is in the locker room, and Drew is like, you know, just being Drew, bouncing around, <laughs> talking, doing different things. And he's like, you know, looking at Kirk. He's like, hey man, Kareem said he, you know, Kareem said he coming at you. Like, you know, that's all. That's I just heard. That's the word. Kareem's coming at you. And then Kirk, like, without even like Kirk's just kind of sitting there. He's like, so that motherfucker, come on then. <laughs> Like unbothered, man. Like seriously unbothered. Didn't didn't even register. And I was like, yo, man, this is the toughest, coolest dude. Like, I like he's one of my favorite teammates as far as just like playing with somebody mm-hmm. and all these things. Like, man, I, I love telling Kirk Congress. I don't have a bunch of them, but the ones that I do tell, I like, like, I mean, I respect them a lot. Man. When you guys were freshmen, did you have upperclassmen kind of tell you about the matchup, or was it just another game where especially going to Columbia, right? I mean, right. you mentioned you were kind of told stories. Is Was that something that you took seriously? Or was it like, eh, we'll just – you just kind of no, learn through experience? It, it was. It really was experience. I mean, the guys definitely told us, and they yeah. definitely gave us the heads up. But, man, it, you know, it's one of those things yeah. where it couldn't, couldn't prepare you. Yeah. Couldn't prepare you for it, man. It was – Seriously nasty, man. Like, I'm, where I would, where are you, nasty Missouri fans? Now, <laughs> I don't was, think you're gonna find them here today. Man. I don't think nah, they're gonna be around probably, probably, probably not today. Not. That wouldn't be a good idea for them. But I mean, yeah. But seriously, I mean, honestly, everybody spoke about it. 
because before coming to Kansas, I didn't even understand. I didn't even know that Missouri was the robbery. I was under the impression that K State mm-hmm. was the robbery, mm-hmm. but I also figured out soon that that's more like you know mm-hmm. they're just in the same state. That's more right. Than anything. So. That's right. <laughs> I'm throwing shots. Yeah, no. God. Coming in hot. <laughs> it hot today, man. Let's clips. go. Hey, when you Keith, man, you can do that. That's man. right. Who going to check? Who going to check you, you, know, gonna check you on the court? Yeah, nobody. So, so give us an update. I know you leave Kansas. You go play right. professionally. How's yes. everything going for you? You mentioned coming back from possible injury. Right. I have um, been the last 16. Well, first of all, I want to say, man, that um, – and I, I confess this to my guys. I told Hawk this and uh, all my uh, freshman guys that I came in with, we uh, gra- uh, finished school together. I just graduated. Oh, congratulations. I literally, yeah, that's I literally big time. just graduated after 16 years. Um, so, man, that is – Heck yeah. Thank you, man. Thank <laughs> Big you. Thank time. you very Congrats. much. I'm gonna tip mine. Yeah. I, I mean, so that that accomplishment after all this time of playing and traveling, um, man, really, really holds close to home, uh, close to my heart. But as far as career goes, man, the last 16 years, I could not have imagined that uh, the opportunities that were out there for me and, and what I've been able to experience and, and travel the world and play and, and do the things that I've done. It has been unbelievable. And I, I can't put it into words. So, um, but I am. Uh, I'm, I'm writing a book now, um, finishing up a book about, you know, my life and the travel, and and also is a book for anybody that also is a uh, uh, basketball players or athletes or whatever that that need options outside of, um, outside of what their first option is because the first option is not always there, right. regardless of whatever you're doing. It's, it's more so just about that focus and that energy and and the way to approach, you know, making the most of of that plan B. Yep. I was just talking to a guy the other day that. Uh, played at Indiana and uh, went on to play professionally. And we were talking about just how when you leave college, you go play, doesn't matter where you go, whether right. it's NBA or overseas, right. there is nothing like your your bond of your college teammates, yeah. you know, That's and right. it's so true. Like you, you're you on group chats with them. You right. see, you know, right. is that how it is for you? Like, as, is as, it like the guys you came in with more group chat or is it? It's it's more, I mean, guys, my class. Yeah, the class. Sure. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. That, yeah. More than anything. Yeah, that's but, okay. but, I mean, that's you, right. <laughs> you stay in touch with the guys that are older you for sure. Yeah, but, for I mean, sure. I'm, the group chat, like this morning, I was talking with Lawrence Bowers, Marcus Demon, talked to Kim this okay, week. Sure. And, like, yeah. so those guys, Phil, uh, who yeah. was younger than us, but Phil was kind of like one of, he hung around with us all the time. So, yeah, I mean, there's just, especially everywhere they go, you stay in touch with them no matter where they yeah. are in the world. I think that's always kind of a special yeah, thing that people don't really realize. is like you compete together, and there's so many great <laughs> moments as players. But, I mean, some of the best, you know, memories now are after we've been yeah. done playing, like no, weddings very, very and, true. you know, true. teammates very having true. kids and stuff. It's, it's a different type of type of friendship. That, yeah, that, that I mean, and, and, and a lot of people don't realize that, like, we did more than just – play basketball again yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i mean like yep. jeff came to fort worth with me before you know what i mean yeah. like these guys literally can come home to my hometown and uh you know play pickup at my high school and things like that and i remember first getting to kansas and like going with jeff and i, I remember reading that jeff uh was played in wyandotte county right yeah so there you time, go like, okay, look at yeah yeah and so i would always legend. ask Living him legend. like and so when i would go with jeff i'm like hey man you going to wyandotte hey we going to wyandotte he'd be like hey man i'm, I'm kansas city man it's not, it's not called wyandotte <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's funny yeah yeah so like these these types of things those little things man like i think yeah. the outside world thinks that like it's more than that, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it's, it's it's really a true bond, man. So just the same way you bond said, for like, life. It is absolutely. Yeah, man. that's right. Cool. You, you were just saying, man, driving into Lawrence, like you know, that I'm like t- it's every, like a every, Superman cape comes over. You're yeah, like, every man, time, yep. it, it never fails, man. And I get like 
it's after all of this time, like I, I literally was just thinking that, okay, it's, it's 2021, about to be 2022. I got on campus almost 20 years ago. No, 20, 20 years ago. Like if you think about summer of 2001, yeah. this past summer, like yeah. we, we got to campus. Dang. We were the first class that was able to, uh, the NCAA just started letting people come in for the summer, mm-hmm. the summer before uh, oh, fall started. And so like 20, I was like, man, where does the time go? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I just, and for me to still have that feeling and, you know, I brought my son with me. Oh, great. And, uh, finally. So he's going to experience the game today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, sir. So kind of driving in and explaining to him and talking to him about what's going on. Like, it's just this whole thing is full circle. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. That's wild. Yeah. We have our uh, tenure because I, I left in 2012. Okay. So we got tenure right. coming up. I mean, like, yeah, like the, we're, we've been talking so much about 2012. Right. this week uh, just former guys and then people that are asking about the games at, yeah. you know in in lawrence and in columbia in 2012 right. and i keep thinking like i you know i'm in school i'm watching you guys play in the rivalry <laughs> and like stop making us feel old why are you making us feel old like that man come on man you you got no grade. you see jared just made a couple more pop out the salt and pepper looks good man it does it looks good on man I'm, you I'm, should rock yeah, that. Yeah, Hulk gave me confidence. Dude. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let it go whenever it comes. Too, man. That's yeah, really after a while, bro, I just I, I try to clip him out, then it's just like, man. Oh, you just that's that's it. <laughs> every now and then might be one big, but I'd be like, nah, you gotta go, bro. Like you just messing the you're whole vibe. You're in a random place. I don't need you in this place right now. Right, nope. right, right. Nope. That's awesome. Also, I want to say too, man. That, that that 2012 team was actually very, very talented, and that, those got them in. Um, yeah, Michael Dixon was on that team yep, too. Yeah, Mike was on that team. Yeah, Mike. I mean. Very, very talented guys, and they um that have had great runs in Europe. Did uh, you get to compete against some of those well. guys too? Mike uh, definitely played against Mike uh, and and, Mar- and Marcus. Marcus is actually he's killing it in China right now yep. too, man. He's, yep. he's doing some great things over there. So shout out to those guys, man. They and they and it and when I came across them, it, it was mutual respect, and they I mean we definitely both exchanged um, pleasantries. And actually, um you know I I came across Mike in uh, in Greece. He has. Uh, you know some ties there. Mm-hmm. So, so, yep. yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of guys still still playing too. Both both schools, you know, yeah, Carter right. Ratliff, who was our big, is playing in Korea and had a heck of a career. Okay, okay. Uh, your Ricky Paulding, uh, Ricky the, man, Ricky last, still last year. Going, he's man. still going, man. It's crazy too. He's got like bill, man. billboards he, him in Germany and, and stuff. And he looks great he too. Does. I seen some clips of him the other day, like because you know I, we were, they were talking about like some of the oldest players still left. And I, I want him to keep playing, so I'm not the oldest. But, uh, <laughs> he's only a year older than me. So, yeah, keep going, Rick. Please. Hey, but yeah, I mean, so. shout out to you guys, because I, I think you and Ricky were probably two of the most explosive, most athletic right, guys right, to yeah, play. Right. Like, especially you guys on the floor at the same time. That, yeah, that was, that was very, fun. Very, very great matchups. And also, that's, that's going to be a testament uh, to guys and show you that even as you age, like, even if you're an explosive player, like, you have to work on your game. Yep. Because as your athleticism declines, you have to find other aspects, yeah. your jump shooting, your your skill set, your post work, all of these different things. There's ways to play outside of that. So yep. um, definitely shout out to Rick for for adjusting his game over the last you know 20 years. And, you know, cause that's not an easy thing to do. Shout, shout out to you too, brother. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so I want to shout myself out. But <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Know, you. Sure, I Does it, it not – this is a good question. You're, you're a coach. You, you've been around the game for so many years, but – I, I come across these like high school hype videos now and you know, uh-huh. it's like these guys dunking balls and they're, and they're more athletic, obviously. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I just sometimes want to tell them like oh, the only clip is of you dunking right. <laughs> like and you're right. going to a place where you're going to play college basketball. Like right. at some point yeah. it's going to have to yeah. register like, yeah, you're a great athlete in high school, Very but true. you're going to have to have some something else. You're going to get a dunk like that every time. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no way. Right. I mean, and I mean, you know, ball is life and, and hoops, all, the, so all those. Words, I mean. They're really good because you know they get you excited, and I've I've even 
send some of those videos to to friends and like man this is crazy this and that but the thing about it is is that uh you have to play a full game mm-hmm. and so yeah. i tell people a lot of times you look at these guys in these clips google them and then you'll see like the guy that was in this in this video duncan he probably averages you know what i mean you look yep. at his numbers you look at where he is you look at some of these things and i mean like I can throw some names out there, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but there are several guys right. that were very prominent on these tapes that their careers weren't able to take the trajectory that they should have. And so, yes. um, yeah, you have to be careful with that. It's, right. it's, look at it as entertainment, kind of like music. You know, like let it be entertainment, but you right. know, don't don't let it be the, the substance of, of what you're doing. And you're a pro in the modern day game when the game evolves yes. to so much making shots, yes. shot making, right. three point shooting, yes. ball skills. Like skill is right. so important yes. now. Like at some yes. point. Your skill is gonna is gonna what gets you to the next level or keeps yeah, you right. in a position. You got to be elite in something. I, and absolutely. It, and I, but you know, I saw a um, you know, Aaron. Um, obviously, Aaron was uh, he's with the Boston Celtics now. Aaron Miles, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yep. But he spent a few years under uh, Steve Kerr, obviously. And I was talking to Aaron uh, recently. Um, they were in San Antonio, and uh, went down there to check out the game. And uh, he was talking about how Steve Kerr was saying that the game is at his highest skill level that it's ever been. Like mm. players are more talented, more players can do more things, shoot, drill him. But the game, the actual game, the, the basketball is bad because mm-hmm. guys don't box out. Guys don't yeah. get back in transition. Guys don't run. Guys don't deny. Guys don't help. You know, all of these things that made basketball and competing, uh, you know, really, really intense. There, there's a there's a lack of it. So I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm saying that to, to piggyback off of your comment, man. That that's something that's really missing in the game. And typically, the teams that do that are the teams that win. Yep. I was watching your guys' Mizzou game. You know, right. the the 95, 93 win or whatever. I'm thinking there's some college basketball games you watch, and it's like games in the 40s, and the shooting percentages are around like 20. <laughs> percent right. And that game, right. I mean, you're watching like guys just torch nets and like athleticism. I mean, like it's crazy. And and like the thought too, like in your day, kind of like the old school day, like you had to defend you had to do the little things to get on the floor we were talking about that earlier that still is part of it as well today like you have to be able to do other things you tell them about the some of them coach self practices i'm all ears though i'm all ears for those i've seen some coach self practices man they're which one i mean football helmet shoulder pads he didn't hear about that one oh i didn't hear about this one listen man literally listen (laughs) practice gym we're in horish there's a bubble on each rim. Yep. No baskets can go in. We're playing five on five. Everybody on, on the wall on the side is lined up is helmets and shoulder pads with everybody's name, you know, for who's who's it is. Yeah. Dang. It's like, all right, come on, let's go play. Because we are soft. Is. Yeah, because we're soft. <laughs> That's right. Because we're soft. I said, man, I, man, listen, I dare anybody in the social media era now to, to like, try to put a bubble on the rim and practice the shoulder pads and helmets. Sorry if that's illegal in Seattle. <laughs> right, right, exactly. We're not promoting know. that. I don't today. know if it, no, it's, it's not, but I'm just saying, like these, this, this era, that was the type of stuff that was going on, man. Seriously. And that, uh, <laughs> did you guys? The question is, did you guys get tougher after that? After did you guys? Oh yeah, that was a good drill. You're like, nah, let's retire that one. We don't need to see that one again. I, I don't know. All I remember is shoulder pads and helmets. I, 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 I didn't play football in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mike Lee came up and just rocked me one, and my helmet just like moved over. It was over here, and I was like, "Man, I'm glad I don't play football. Oh, I don't like this." Yeah, man. I, I think like Nick Bar and Jeff Graves, they all enjoyed it. Man. Yeah, I, mean, I think everybody else really was just more so pissed than, yeah. than anything. So that's great. Well, it's good to have you, man. I'm glad you came through. Man, and, yes, sir. Always. I'm sorry, my I couldn't man. make it earlier, man. No, you, you came just in time, you, baby. No, you came just in time. Okay, great, perfect. Anytime we can get Keith on here. Yes. Yep.
All right. Well, I think we're we're at time, and uh, we there is a actual watch party taking place here today. Two fifteen, two thirty yep. tip, I believe, is what it is. Come on down. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. Should be a fun matchup here. Wayne and Larry's border war. It's yes, back. it's back, baby. Nine years, about time. We're looking forward to the game. So thanks for joining us on the pregame show. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, always, my man. Always, and yep. appreciate you sw- uh, swinging by as well, man. Absolutely. This is big time. Yeah, Thank you so me. much. Appreciate that, my dude. All right, thanks, guys. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to uh, recapping this game. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.